welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Today we're going to be doing something a little different than usual. You'll notice this isn't our regular day or our regular format. This is because we are crazy busy and can't record everything we want to get done this month. So we're releasing our first ever speed review. This means we'll spend the next 10 minutes discussing the topic and then we'll go off back to our normal crazy busy lives. The ones that keep us from devoting more time to K-dramas. Sometimes they're topics that we just want to throw out into the world, and today is just such a day. And a quick reminder that we have a Patreon page. In the future, we will often have these type of posts showing up there randomly, as well as the exclusive Patreon episode that we release on the first Tuesday of the month. So if you want even more drama content, you should come join us over on Patreon. Okay, so remember, this is a speed review. Our answers will be short and sweet. Just remember, that doesn't mean we didn't love this movie. The opposite, in fact. Synopsis (laughs) of Godzilla minus zero is post-war Japan is at its lowest point when a new crisis emerges in the form of a giant monster baptized in the horrific power of the atomic bomb. Okay. Quickly, that was a very good synopsis. I like yeah. that synopsis. Yes. <laughs> and it's short and sweet. And mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So when you think of this movie, what three words or phrases come to the front of your mind? So for me, I am a Godzilla newbie. So I would have to say brand new experience. Um got mad at the end because I don't understand the Godzilla trope and loved all the emotional story arcs. That counts as three phrases, right? Did you say phrase? Okay, you said phrase. (laughs) Yeah, I did phrases. Originally it was words and I'm like, that can't just be three words. I can't (laughs) think of three words that encompass my feelings. So (laughs) phrases. All right. And my phrases are classic refreshed, monster genre, and humans overcoming trials to survive. Um, I, I should have read all this stuff beforehand. I, I have to do it fast. Um, so maybe tissues required. <laughs> um, get ready for noise, like difference of, le- of noise levels, but used in an amazing way. And, um, really cool family experience unexpected family experience if you even if you don't like godzilla but unexpected family experience those are my words to describe this movie experience for me personally that's a really good one because i dragged my family members that don't go see (laughs) foreign films to this Mm -hmm. and they loved it yeah so yeah all right so what was your favorite aspect of the movie and for me, my favorite aspect is the how they really let the humanity ring in the story arcs. I've watched all the Godzilla, more recent Godzilla movies, probably the last four or five. And, um, and I've seen the first one, like the very first one, the classic original. And I, they are really cool. Godzilla is a cool character. I love the monsters. But so often the people themselves, their story arcs are so stupid and usually their dialogue is really dumb. And it's all about the fighting and the action action sequences. And in this one, I would say, it's, again, all the fighting is really cool, but it's the story arcs of the people that really make this stand out, make it what it is. And it's brilliant. 
Um, I would, I would agree with KMUs on that. I think, um, if anybody has seen Shin Godzilla, it's one of my, my children's favorite movies. And I've watched that with um, him. I don't know that I've seen any of the other Godzilla movies um, where that one was more satirical about like the inept <laughs> government <laughs> and how they were not able to handle um, Godzilla very well. This also had some of those, those elements in it, but it really is character driven and it's, but it's also super intense. Like if they do the suspense really well, where a lot of monster movies, it's just kind of like, oh, he shows up, he destroys everything. And then you have to keep, you keep running from him, running from him, and running from him, where they were able to kind of take time away, build up the suspense, build up the suspense where it was the more quieter character, really focusing in on the people that were affected by this. And especially with the time period that they were in and then the release of that scary coming at like, you. Bam, Godzilla. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's why your life sucks. Now Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there wasn't ever a break from kind of the, a little bit of the desolation that was going on at the time. Um, but uh, you had a little bit of a break from Godzilla. And then, like you said, it was just like, and it was the whoa, like really loud. It's on mm -hmm. purpose difference of the you know the the noise levels and all that kind of stuff but yeah that the that if I had to say my favorite because it's I loved the whole movie so it's hard to find a favorite aspect of it but that's the best fast speedway I can describe it <laughs> and for me I got my husband to come with me just because it we thought there was only one night left in the theater and I was like let's just go it's date night let's just go and he's like okay because he doesn't normally do subtitles mm. he ended up loving it too and as we were talking about it afterwards, he said, that's kind of a healing movie, mm. which you would not expect for a Godzilla movie. But right. it's it was about the people. It was about them overcoming a war that they didn't win, a war where they were expected to do things that they did not want to do, like be a kamikaze pilot. Mm. And so it was it was healing for them because they found a success in defeating this monster where they hadn't found success before. And so I was like, that's a really interesting way to put it. And I really liked it. All right. Um, were the Godzilla special effects cool? And here's where I have to put in. Cause again, my son loves Godzilla, the original one. And he's the one that he actually saw it the second time with us. <clears throat> so he did some research on it and the budget of this thing is so crazy that it was so small. Mm -hmm. Um, and they used, like they did the bet, like they did such a good job at using that, budget and again if you've seen Shin Godzilla I feel like you can make that comparison a little bit more where you're not expecting maybe the Hollywood type special effects not that I'm downplaying their special effects at all they again used the budget and did the, the a really good job and the suspense aspect of the way that they portrayed Godzilla and and the way he they looked and all that kind of stuff like it it was it was crazy. It was so good. And again, they also used sound to be part of that suspense and part of the special effects. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too, because like, I didn't know that like his little spines lit up and they yeah. would like cock like a gun. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was kind of cool. It was terrifying because it was a build up to something more, but it was kind of cool. And then the blast back during the latter half of the film where he's on land and mm. he creates this explosion that just the blast of wind just takes I mean it levels portions of the city it takes people out 
and the effects of it like that felt so realistic and whatever they did like I couldn't even tell you the effects that they did, like they did and it's not like I'm well versed in cinematography or anything like that but it just you could feel it mm-hmm. and I was just no pun intended but I was blown away <laughs> Well, and I think you need to mention how much they made it for. They spent fifteen million on yeah, the Yeah, sorry, I didn't know the exact dollar amount, so I wasn't going to quote it. But so I knew it was small. fifteen million. And you have yeah. to keep in mind that the other Godzilla movie coming out this summer, are is probably about two hundred million is what they yeah. spent on the show. So mm-hmm. fifteen million to create something, and it just shows you how if you really want to make something creative you can it's just ah it just really showed hollywood how just because you have a lot of money and you can create things like through special effects doesn't make your show good you Mm -hmm. should try harder because these people knocked it out of the park at 15 million yeah so it was amazing um and i love how I think we kind of mentioned this, but how they use tension and anticipation mm-hmm. because you have the Godzilla with the spikes on its back gearing up. So it's like almost like a roller coaster where you're coming to that top and it goes a little slower and you're anticipating, anticipating, and then bam, you're zooming down into the Godzilla blast effect or, you know, Godzilla coming after out of the water and attacking something like they really got that really well uh the director said he used a lot of um techniques that you see in like films like jaws where Mm -hmm. you don't always see everything about the monster it's the what you don't see and what you're anticipating Mm -hmm. that causes that angst and like that tension and they through the whole show used that beautifully whether it was Godzilla getting ready to blast people or Godzilla coming and attacking a boat or just like the tension of what is going to happen is used superbly in this show. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that it kept like doubling in size every time he was attacked. (laughs) Like why? Why does he keep growing? So... Well, the first time was the atomic bomb because like the first time you see him when he's on the island, he hasn't been... um, he has moon radiated. Mm-hmm. So he's bigger oh, yeah. later because of the radiation from the bomb that we dropped on Japan. Yeah. And so right. that's that's why he has those powers later on. But before he was just a sea creature mm-hmm. that the villagers yeah. knew of that would attack. Yeah. I had not yeah, put that together. There's deeper meaning in a lot of the the aspects of this movie. So yeah, because the yeah. original came out of Japan um, soon after the World War II. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was in relations to the atomic bomb and mm-hmm. the trauma of the atomic nuclear age. And so there was a lot of subtext in the originals that is lost later on in some of the mm-hmm. more Western um, shows. But I wanted to talk about the music. I love that they took the classic music from the original Godzilla film and they used it in the new score and updated it so it fit the new show, but it is the classic music. So when you hear it, you have um, that sense of history. Also, they used a lot of film um, scenes that they refreshed from the original, like a lot of the crowd scenes where you, you see them running from Godzilla 
are very similar to the original film. And so I love how they kept that classic feel of what we got originally in the new film. And it, but it kind of connected it all to give it, make it feel older than it was. So I just wanted to, that was my last thought on the show before we end. Do you guys have any last thoughts? Just to piggyback on yours, it was because my son went to see it before we did. He, and he, again, huge Godzilla fan and watches lots and lots of anime and all that kind of stuff. He pointed that out that they had used the theme. Cause I, again, I have never seen the classic uh, Godzilla, so I wouldn't have recognized it. But once he said it was being used, as soon as they used it, I knew again, I've never heard it before, but I knew that's what he was talking about. And it's kind of Godzilla's theme music. Like when he comes in, like it's, Mm -hmm. and you can tell it's just this very, like kind of sounds old school, but the way they did it, it just really added to his, it like rang through the theater. Yeah. Yeah. It added to his character and, and knowing when you go in to see it, that like they've used certain aspects of that original classic Godzilla, it was kind of cool to, to know that was going to happen and then watch it and everything. But again, I think one of the last thoughts I have to say is I'm not joking about the tissues. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Our son did not warn us. It's, it's a great movie and I'm not saying it's like, a tragedy or anything like that or it is and it is not just you need tissues the character just physically driven. overwhelmed yeah and you cry. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's just there's so many aspects of it that just are beautiful and really touch you emotionally so and my last thought would just be the character arcs because that's what i always look at is character arcs and any fresh turns or even expected turns but in different ways and there were so many well played arcs that just twisted and made it and elevated the story beyond what it it looked like it was going to be i'm being really vague but i don't want to spoil the ending mm-hmm. let's just say it was really good and there were some of the things that even though i saw it coming i still cheered i didn't tear up because that's not how i roll but i cheered <laughs> and i just it was this is superb storytelling mm-hmm. superb highly recommend and I've seen it. I went to the theater twice and took different groups to go see it. I'm like, you're seeing it. <laughs> um, and there, both times there was a certain scene in the show where it probably has about a minute and a half of silence in the, mm. the film. Like absolute mm-hmm. silence, no sound whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And both times the theater was, there was no crunching. Everyone was holding their breaths. Mm-hmm. It was just miraculously done to have that many people around you so enraptured in the show that you're all feeling that same moment experience yeah and it's a little surreal it was very cool uh so would we recommend 100 percent where i'm going to be releasing it um very soon this week this review so you guys have time to go check your local theaters i think it's pretty much still out there it's 100% worth the money to go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you can't, go rent it on DVD. But mm-hmm. 100%, if you can get to the theater, go see it. Bring your family. Bring your friends. Go see this. It's an experience that you are not going to have the option to have in the future. And again, the subtitles won't annoy people, I think, as much as some people get annoyed with subtitles. This is mm-hmm. a film that kind of transcends that. And yeah. so it's a great way to get your non-drama watching friends into something foreign. Yeah, I would definitely recommend. I would actually say this is probably 
the movie of the year, but all, maybe not the, like, I, it's hard to say that against Barbie. Cause I also just, I had a very like connection with Barbie. So Barbie and Godzilla, those are my picks. For the- <laughs> <laughs> would you have seen that coming? <laughs> no, I actually would not have seen that coming at the beginning of the year. But yes. So this is probably the best film of the year. Um, and it just is so, so good. Uh, and a quick note, it is clean. There's not, mm-hmm. I mean, you might see like someone hypothetically munched, but it doesn't show any blood. It doesn't show any gore. There's yeah. no language. There's no sex. It is a clean show that you can take. I would say maybe eight or nine and above because uh, yeah. it is intense. Well, there you is know your kids, city, but yeah. So don't take your young toddlers, but oh. for people that have kids that can handle it, you know, it's clean. So mm-hmm. it is because that was it's the first thing my mom asked. And I'm like, oh no, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.